To have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. Sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Hey, what's happening, guys? Got a brand new Eastman's Elevated for you. So this week on the podcast, I have on Butch Whiting from Cryptech. I also have Ike Eastman sit in on the conversation, as these guys have been friends for years, so made for great camaraderie. Uh, I met Butch a handful of years ago. Uh, Butch is a veteran, flew Apache helicopters in the military, and we kind of talk about his story and connection with Eastman's. Uh, Butch also has a passion for the outdoors and for adventure. As one of the founders at Cryptech, he just knows his product inside and out and always trying to improve it and make the best technical mountaineering gear on the planet. So, made for a really interesting conversation. Uh, we go back and forth. We talk about the gear some. We talk about some hunt some. Uh, Butch talks about uh, his connection with Eastman's and some of his military experience. And it, it just made for a, a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. I think you guys are going to enjoy it too. I want to thank my sponsors for today's show. I want to thank Cryptech. Cryptech is a new sponsor as of April 1st, but I've been using their gear for the prior season. Uh, so I used it for all my hunts last year, and it worked flawlessly. They just have great technical mountaineering gear. Uh, love their camo patterns. Uh, love all the different gear that they offer. And um, kept me uh, uh, warm and safe and comfortable last season and uh, really helped me harvest a few animals. So you'll be seeing a bunch of content uh, that comes out of my social media and my profile in Cryptech. So um, yeah, really happy to be sponsored with these guys and really happy to be using their quality gear. So if you're in the market for anything for the mountains, make sure to check out Cryptech. I also want to thank Vector Arrows. Uh, Vector Custom Arrows is a, a shop that I've been using here for a handful of months. I'm really impressed by their products. They have such great craftsmanship in their fletching of their arrows. And so their arrows come with a, a white cresting, white fletchings, and they really got a good helical fletch on there that's really putting in good groups into the target for me. Uh, so they have a couple different arrows. They have their standard HMR. This is a heavier arrow. So heavier arrows are going to be quieter. They're going to penetrate better so you can get an entrance and an exit. And um, uh, they're also just going to perform downrange and perform good against wind drift. Uh, so a great arrow. These for me came in at about 525, 545. I actually went with their new arrow, their ZMR. And their ZMR is built a little bit lighter. And then when I put their ZMR with a 125 head, I come in at about 450, 455 grains, which is about perfect for me as I like a good mix between a heavy penetrating arrow, uh, but also getting range forgiveness. And the ZMR just fits the bill. Uh, great components. They got a, a great front end outsert. Uh, they've got a ballistic collar that covers the connection between that insert and the shaft. Uh, great helical fletch on those fletchings. They've also got a good cut on those fletchings so they're quiet in flight. And Vector Custom Arrows, you give them your specifics, your bow, your draw length, draw weight, and they'll work up the, the perfect spine for your 
arrow and for your setup of your bow. And when you get a perfect spine that matches your bow, it just equals in forgiveness and in accuracy. And I've been doing this for years with Archer's Advantage. And uh, now I have vector arrows that'll do it for me. And basically, uh, call them up. They keep all my specifics, tell them I need some more arrows, and they're in the mail to me. So great company. If you're in the market for some new arrows, make sure to check out Vector. And with that, over at Eastman's, um, we're going to have some great new films uh, hitting on Beyond the Grid, our internet TV show on YouTube. Uh, so you can search Eastman's Hunting TV, Beyond the Grid, and um, those things will uh, uh, pop up. But some great new episodes coming your way. You can also check us out on the Outdoor Channel, uh, Eastman's Hunting TV. And um, got some fun new projects for this year I'm really excited about. So starting to put together a shot list and uh, get ready for um, hunting and filming season to try to capture some more of these things. But yeah, just some great films that are going to be coming out this year. So make sure to check out those. Check out Tag Hub or Internet Research Tool. Uh, if you want a Eastman's Elite membership that includes Tag Hub, uh, you can put in the promo code BRIAN. And uh, that'll save you a little bit of cash, I think 10%, something like that. We also have a promo code for the magazines, Eastman's Bow Hunting Journal, Eastman's Hunting Journal. Uh, put in the, the promo code ELEVATED321. It'll get you both magazines and a free outdoor edge knife for $50. And with that, um, just busy here getting some work done, getting my training in, getting this bow all set up. Uh, bear season, we're knocking on the door of... So uh, it's going to be coming up April 15th, which is in, um, uh, for me here, about 10 days or so, or a little bit less. And uh, so super excited about that. I've got a plan for opener and uh, got a plan throughout season and then just starting to put my hunts together for the year, starting to fill up my calendar and get these adventures ready and then um, get my work and responsibilities done. Got some good projects for Barney Construction, so um, trying to make some good headway on those. I got some great guys working for me, so uh, we're making good headway and progress on those. And um, so, yeah, just keeping busy racing here, there, and everywhere, but uh, it's been good. Getting in some good training runs and good shooting and uh, just getting ready for this season to open up and cut these legs loose. So looking forward to it, as I'm sure you guys are. Uh, let's get into this podcast. It's a great one. So Butch Whiting from Cryptech. Got Ike Eastman from Eastman's, and uh, I'm your host, Brian Barney, Eastman's Elevated. Here we go. Now all of her, all of her requirements, and I start to look at the dates and the time's gone, and I'm like, there's no way I can pull this off. And when you book a hunt four years out, you have no idea what's yeah. going to be on the agenda, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, nothing. I think we, what I did mentally was pivot into our hunt, which logistically is way easier, time-wise way easier, and uh, still meaningful and important, you know. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Good. Are you going to hunt Colorado again this year? Yeah. I'm going to hunt in Colorado, even though um, I've been asked to hunt in different areas of Colorado, and but I'm kind of tied in on this one deal. It's kind of a group team hunt, you know. But man, dude, this, you're killing some giant bucks just like a few miles away. And, you know, hey, come over. We want to take you over here. It makes it super tough. Like, how would I? Can you imagine, like, you're going on this hunt and you've been doing it for years, like literally six years, seven years, all the same group of guys. And you're like, hey, guys, I'm not going to be able to go this year. I got another thing going. And then you go down the road, like, 10, 15 miles. And then they're like, look giant. at this, like, 230-inch non-tippy. Yeah, so yeah. that's not going to work out, you know. Well, thanks for the loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, because I was going to invite you on a big mule deer hunt in Colorado, but you already you only have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. You don't get I any get... of those in like Montana or <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> State I'm not hunting. Yeah. <laughs> any other place? Montana, but not this year. Maybe next year. You don't want to go there yet. We need one more. We need the the four year olds need to be six year olds. Yeah. And then we'll go. They just lost. That bad winter of 18, they lost a freaking entire generation, two generations of deer because oh. they were fawns. Back isn't, that, isn't that just, it's like, sad. devastating? Yeah. They got a ton of bucks, but they're not old enough yet. Yeah. So it'll be fun, and not this year, mm-hmm. next year. A few years. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Get it started off. Oh, I thought we were. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably a great entry. You can, like, we can just leave that in there and go from here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I run the thing. <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. For sure. But uh, I've got Ike Eastman in the booth, and uh, then I have Butch from uh, Cryptech. And uh, we're excited to um, talk about Cryptech. Uh, we used it all fall long. Uh, so it's a great technical mountaineering gear. Uh, the, the rain gear is unparalleled. Well, all the gear, really. The, the fit and the pants, uh, the upper layers, the rain gear. Uh, Butch, you guys are doing a great job producing great technical gear. Well, thank you. I mean, it's been a lot of work, and it's been driven by our personal desires and wanting to have exceptional gear, and also having gear that you can layer up, layer down, that's functional, that works and doesn't matter where you go it's gonna it's gonna be able to you know fit the bill on the hunt so to speak yeah spot on like the the layering system uh the uh really helps to to have like the insulating layers uh to have the base layers all the way to the to the rain jackets rain pants uh and um uh yeah i was just super impressed like it it played a huge part in my success this season i did a a bunch of wild adventures all the way from like uh, uh early season high country uh to hunt an elk i ended up killing a great bull and like a foot and a half of snow in that gear you know and then um uh, all the way into late season hunted some rut hunts in my home state and then idaho but uh cryptech played a key role in it and uh, i was just super impressed and uh really happy that that us at eastman's were able to to partner with cryptech and and uh, use that gear it's been a long time coming hasn't it butch it's been an absolute long time you guys have been friends forever (laughs) 10 years has it been Uh, 10 years it's been maybe over 10 has it yep yeah. And, and I love your group of guys, Justin, and all your guys are really passionate about hunting and getting out for these big adventures. And, and I think that's why your gear is so good is because uh, uh, built uh, it's being to do what you guys love to do. Yeah. The, the, uh, the um, as we have people walk by here and distract us. <laughs> you should close the door to the tent, please. <laughs> that's why I'm facing this way. Um, I just look but at the here's deer. some more, more, more backstory on this thing. I mean, so we can talk about Ike and I's uh, relationship and friendship and how long that's been in place. And, and there's more to the story on this. Like, Cryptic actually um, was formed a lot to do with Eastman's hunting journal. So yeah. when I was deployed and in a third world shithole, like I would get care packages from my, f- my wife and, and my family and friends. And I would um, basically look forward to receiving an Eastman's hunting journal when I was in Afghanistan or Iraq and living vicariously 
through that magazine, right? And daydreaming about like being in the outdoor industry. Yeah. And I've stated this at numerous times over the years, like, you know, it's always been an honor and pleasure to have Mike when he'd come to the shows and he would be a part of uh, a cryptic party. Yeah. And those parties were like, they still are today, but they were like this really true essence of who we are as a brand. Like tier one spec ops from all over the world and US Army and Navy Special Warfare. And then tier one hunting guys, I yep. Eastman's and tier one hunting brands that like never before in a SHOT Show environment would they get meshed. And so, That's as you true. know, like, I would always, you know, open up and, and, and tell everybody, thank you for coming and blah, blah, blah. And I promise on a Bible, man, I always went out of my way to thank Mike Eastman for being at those, you did. those gatherings. You do. I've, I've seen it in person. Yep. And it embarrasses so, the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> but the point, though, is that, like, so this, this relationship is not just like, hey, we've got excellent superior hunting gear. It's more than like, hey, Eastman's actually is a part of the cryptic brand. They just, and they, they've known it. They've been told this over and over. And they've been like giant cryptic fans for a yeah. decade, right? Yeah. But now it's coming to fruition to where both life cycles of our brands are converging to where it makes a lot of sense and a lot of different reasons why, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we started off as an idea, a concept, and we went into hobby phase for a long time. And uh, and so, you know, the Eastman's connection is much more powerful than just like, you know, Cryptek wanting to partner with Eastman's. I mean, it's actually much, much deeper. It's like a family type relationship. Yeah. It's pretty epic. It is. And back into the gear, you know, the gear is designed to be uh, to be extremely functional. That's the end state is extreme is going to get you through those conditions that otherwise you know if you're using some inferior gear you're going to run into problems you know and i've been in those scenarios right i mean one of the things that i that i always wanted when i was a kid growing up and right wrong or indifferent i said i was wanted two things when i was a little kid i was like I, someday i'm going to be able to get some hunting gear from cabela's because you know that would be <laughs> super <stuff>. cool <laughs> and i want a weatherby rifle someday <laughs> you know and fast forward through it but i appreciate and all the guys at cryptic appreciate good solid functional gear in their kit right yep. and so that's that's what we drive towards and we also drive towards like making sure that in some cases, it's the absolute best shit on the planet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why we've gone through this whole relationship back in the altitude that you love so much. You know, that aspirational program, we were the only hunting brand in the entire world that had to deal with Scholar fabric. Yes. Um, that's an, it's Which is a completely superior. Even the guys at Gore-Tex go, yeah, that stuff's better than ours. No, they do, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's your waterproof material, right? Well, for the jackets. Well, for the for the altitude decor, rain gear, and pant. Okay. And what makes that what makes that system work is the laminate. It's got a sea change laminate that's super advanced, you know. And so as you cool off. The, the pores, you know, shrink down and you actually hold your heat in and as you're active and aerobic, then it expands and you vent off. Um, Works a lot like your skin. It does. Like a pine cone is the analogy yeah. that the Swiss use. Here's the end state with all the rain gear that's on the market. 
if you're going to be in a torrential downpour for like 12 days straight and it never stops raining, I'm talking like right. monsoon type shit in Kodiak yeah, or Alaska, in the peninsula, yeah. you need to have like polyurethane, non-breathable fishing type rain gear. Heli Hansen. Yes. Yeah. Something that is not going to allow yep. any anything in or anything out, right? Yeah. And so what our rain gear is designed for is active, kind of like lower 48. It works well in Alaska too, but I get complaints from... Even some of my own pro staff will be like, holy shit, you know, I got soaked. And I'm like, where did you go? What would you do? And there's nothing that's going to hold up no. in those conditions. Yeah. The only thing that's going to hold up is, like, the stuff that you see on commercial fishing Deadly boats. catch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you try to wear that stuff and, and actually around. go out on an elk hunt like you were doing dude. <laughs> yeah, and no tell way. me how that works for you <laughs> <laughs> you might as well not wear it you're just you're gonna be just as wet yeah. right yeah so there's different types of uh, you know all different types of rain gear two layer two and a half layer three layer there's laminates there's all this fancy stuff do you want to have packable rain gear that you know you're just going to pop out throw it on because that thunderstorm's going to blow over because you're hunting in september in montana or idaho you know and that type of thing there's a lot of different considerations are you hunting on you know in alaska are you beating brush uh is your rain gear going to come out shredded right that's a major deal i hear with a lot of our competitors like you know you go into you go into the shit and yeah. pretty soon your rain gear pretty is just shredded you're off, leaving right? half of it on the alders right so the end state with it, you know, you got, I know you like the rain gear a lot. And I kind of think we got on a rain gear rabbit hole here. And there's <laughs> breathability and there's all these different fancy numbers. And I've seen major battles over the year, right? Like 20,000, 20,000, and then stuff that's like that, that doesn't even exist. You can't get there. Like, you know, 20, 50,000, all this crazy stuff because they forgot to put together the fact they laminated and put glue in there and whatever. <laughs> that was one of your best friends back in the day. So <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, digging, I'm serious, man. I'm like, no, I didn't uh, know that. oh yeah, like Jeez. they were they were touting uh, they were touting breathability that was like impossible. But the point is that you know all those things uh, are meaningless to the dude that once he gets out there and the shit doesn't work, he doesn't care. Like he doesn't care about what the what you we put on a hang tag. Twenty or twelve, it's not working. Yeah, twelve, twelve or ten, ten. Yeah. You know, hey, this ten, ten worked great for me. Yeah. So ultimately, uh, we have a lot of pride in the in the quality, the production. We've got some of the absolute best manufacturing in the world, the best materials. Mm -hmm. We are facing some challenges, as everyone is with fabrics. You know, and the lead times on fabrics. Yeah. You know, that's a part of like this current environment we're in. The best meme I saw is guys is a meme of a guy in a rowboat out in the ocean going Christmas shopping. <laughs> there's just there's just tankers or just ships with with containers on it in the background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody's got stuff sitting out there, don't they? Yeah, it's starting to clear up a little bit for us, but yeah, we had a rough uh, fall with uh, just stuff that was supposed to be here in the beginning of October, and we're just now getting it. You know, wow. so we're like six, seven, eight months out wow. on stuff. Well, but I just knew it worked right, and I knew that there was uh, plenty of options for me out there. And for all my extreme hunts, it just worked right. Yeah, and um, that's uh, the, that's my point. Yeah, because because you put it to the test, and you're yep. like, dude, this shit works, mm -hmm. right? And th th that's the thing that I'm super hard to pivot out of known existing gear that I really gravitate to mm -hmm. into new stuff, especially after I've proven to myself that that's my go-to stuff. I'm forced into it a lot more than I would like to be if I didn't own a camo slash apparel company, mm -hmm. right? I've got to 
change up and I got to try it, you know, yeah. highlight the new stuff, highlight this and highlight that. But there's certain pieces throughout the life cycle of Cryptic, like I absolutely do not go anywhere without, mm -hmm. right? Those are my like absolute go-to pieces. Cause once you go through those experiences and you build those confidences, you know, I mean, it's really hard to give those things up. It's the same thing with your packs, your knives, yeah. your guns, mm -hmm. your Bro. whole entire kit. Yeah. And once you get that shit dialed in, mm -hmm. you don't want to tinker with it, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, I prove to yourself. Yeah. But ultimately, that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter what somebody touts hang tag-wise, you know, whatever the numbers are, whatever the durability is, whatever the insulation fill rating is, blah, 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 whatever the sleeping bag zero degree 15 degree until you go out there and you're like sleeping at 10 below and it's still keeping you warm right you mean it doesn't matter yeah until you prove to yourself the shit can work what it takes is for a brand like cryptic is guys like you to go out there and go yeah man this and then you get on there and everybody starts hearing it they're talking about it for us we've had that going on for a while mm -hmm. and so yep. ultimately at the end of the day that's that's it mm -hmm. well and i think i think it really you know, there's other brands in, in this industry that the people don't even hunt that are building stuff and, and, you know, they're golfers or whatever. And you can see it in the gear. You're like, a hunter wouldn't ever use that. Dangerous. You guys, yeah. And you guys hunt. Your, your team, not just you, but your team hunts constantly. They live to hunt. They live to hunt. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, your passion when you were, like you said, when you were in a hole somewhere, your passion was hunting. That's yeah. what you dreamed about. Yeah. And so... It's gonna work because you're using it too. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, That's so. 100. It, we do use it, and we also take everybody's feedback. We want to yeah. hear what That's you the, liked, and also what that's the we, most, you didn't like that's right? one of the most exciting parts of it this is. is this partnership is being able to go to you know you guys sat us down and said hey what did you like what didn't you like what could we change and you actually wanted to know hey did this work for you. Well, it did, but, you know, have you ever thought about putting this pocket over here? Oh, gosh, no. Why Why that? Well, when I'm wearing my backpack, I yeah. can't get into that pocket. That I love that about our relationship and, um, you know, how, how that's going to manifest into something greater, which is going to be fun. We want, we want that to be well-known, mm -hmm. is that we want the feedback positive and negative and in-between. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... If we have a problem with gear and if it fails, we're going to replace it. We're yep. going to figure out we're going to figure out what happened, why it happened, what we can do better. Yep. And for the most part, I mean there's there are people that are like just shitty people yeah. and they're going to you know, they're going to um, you know, snag their pants on a barbed wire fence crossing it throw a giant fit and like say oh your shit sucks and we need a new pair right. of pants yeah but for the most part dudes are just honest i mean honestly yeah they are yeah. that's what i'm so excited about it's justin reached out to me asked me how my gear was working what i like what i didn't yeah. you know I, I wrote a, a couple pages to brandon to give insight in it and and for the most part i just super impressed but i love that you guys are taking in that feedback and yeah. you're evolving your gear like i just saw the new atili hooded Hoodie. Mm -hmm. um, hoodie it comes in these great solid colors. You know, mm -hmm. you have the the gray and that green, and then uh, you have that light khaki color for grass, and yep. then uh, the the camo options. The altitude is great. Like it really breaks up our outline. Like te like I I remember hearing you talk about that altitude and how it was designed, but I got to see it in practice this year. To see it being 30 yards from that trophy buck that I wanted to kill. Uh, you know, being 50 yards from 
from the bowl that I wanted and seeing it work and seeing them look right through me. And animals catch movement far yeah. more than they catch anything else, but it broke up my outline and they didn't draw attention to me. And as long as I sat still, they did not see me in multiple different habitats. That vest you're wearing, the uh, uh, Acura? Obscura. Obscura. Uh, what a great desert camo. Like mm -hmm. for the light colored grasses and out in the desert floor, you just blend in and disappear. Wait. I have to wear orange so my you know my spotter can see me on the back. Yeah. Wait till you see this in Sonora, Mexico, dude. Oh, it I is. Bet that thing it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. So I got to tell you a quick obscure story. I was down in Sonora in January. We're taking some pictures. You know, all the guys came out from the ranch, and so I uh, we had the deer set up right, and there was all this. Uh, um, brush behind us and I said hey I'm gonna I want to play a game with you guys I want you to turn around face the opposite direction and I'm gonna come back here and then I want you guys to turn around and see if you can find me and literally like the first time I step off like 20 yards just hunkered down didn't even move and these guys turned around I said okay turn around and they like okay where are you at where are you at it was like they couldn't know, see you no, 20, yards? 20 yards just in the ball and we did wow. it like three or four times and super like it was super impressive for them those guys to see but the visual acquisition aspect of it is it's the paint jobs right like yeah. so the analogy that i've thrown out is um the analogy is if your uh if your wife says hey i really want a red car and so you're like okay honey i'm gonna go get you a red car and then you go get her a red Pinto and you bring it home, right? And you're like, hey, here's your red car. And she's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I wanted this one. And it was a red Ferrari, right? right. But they're both red, right? Mm -hmm. So we talk about a paint job. It's what matters is what's underneath the paint job. Yeah. And that's the construction, the fabrics, the laminates, the performance of the gear. That's yes. what the durability is the, another big one, right? The yes. noise, everything. Acoustic signature, right, is one as well yep. for bow hunting specifically. But we have a lot of different paint jobs that are meant for different areas. And with the cryptic paint job, the delineation is everybody can talk about, like, they're testing and how deer see or elk see or whatever, but cryptic is the only camouflage that's in the civilian hunting market that's been extensively t tested by the Department of Defense. We've been extensively tested by the DOD and we're selectively used in US Spec Ops, right? So when you're going against a near peer competitor that's using visual acquisition tools to acquire you because they want to kill you, and you'd want to kill them. It's a different game than you're going against a mule deer, an elk, or so on. Now, I agree that undulants do see differently than the human eye does, for sure. But what the true test is when you get into tier one undulants, like sheep, pronghorn, you get into turkeys. Yeah. That's a really big one. Yep. So visual acquisition is the paint job that Cryptic has more authenticity and more credibility than any other the other options that are on the market, mm -hmm. and how all the testing and all all the all the factual information that's behind it is uh, it's all been functional and purpose driven everything, and so when you have a better experience because you're from a visual perspective able to get closer to that buck or to that bull, mm -hmm. and you don't really understand that until it occurs. Right, especially with pronghorn. Yep. Yep. I killed a pronghorn in the obscure this year. Spot and stock. Did you? Yes. Spot and stock. With my bow. Yep. So that's my point, is that you now have an additional tool that is going to increase your odds of success. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I know that there's a major surge in solids. There's like ebbs and flows within the hunting industry. And solids are super nice. We have a lot of solids. I love having a pair of pants. I can jump on the plane, can wear a cryptic camo jacket or vest with it, mm-hmm. go to the yeah. destination. Now, although I'm putting those pants in play, right? So I have less clothes that I'm packing and all that sort of thing. And I'll, you're never going to see me wearing a cryptic jacket, camo, with cryptic camo pants, cryptic hat, you know, like a balaclava gloves <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't like that. But yeah. you will see a mix and match. And I've killed a ton of shit with solids on, you know. But I was also, at those times, I was hunting with a rifle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're bow hunting, there's a number of factors that need to be taken into consideration. Concealment comes in a number of forms. Mm-hmm. Concealment in the visual acquisition. Mm-hmm. Concealment from your smell, your odor, your scent. Uh, concealment from noise. I mean, there's a... There's a there's all the all, senses. All the senses, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, when you think about cryptic, we've got purpose-driven concealment solutions in the visual sense that are proven and tested not only uh, for the battlefield, because that's primarily where we developed our camouflage patterns for. We spiraled into the civilian hunting market and meshed our experiences, our personal experiences downrange with that. But uh, it really, what drives back into is that the gear itself, how well it works, you know, and, yeah. and for, for what use, for what the other, use. The other thing I like about your guys' camo is it's not stick and leaf. And so I don't feel weird walking around town in it. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? It's a cool pattern. You're, you're uh, well, the grays and the black ones, I just love that look. To walk around in that coat, people, I get more compliments on, on the uh, Typhon, Typhon yeah. than anything else I wear. That is probably one of the like best mistakes slash <laughs> just messing around <laughs> deals we've ever had. Well, that's why I dipped my sled in it. Yeah. I dipped my snowmobile in it. Yeah, I mean, so here's what we, ha- we did on this. We, we developed our th- first three primary camouflage patterns were Highlander. Yeah, which is the browns. Yeah, and that's called a transitional pattern. Yep. Mandrake, which is a jungle slash woodland green yep. pattern, and then Nomad, which is an arid desert pattern. Yep. So in all three cases, per the U.S. military's direction, uh, this is the three regions of the world that they want to operate in, and it's the same exact macro and micro pattern. So how do we get to this whole other plethora family of camouflage patterns? In all the cases, Typhon, Inferno, Neptune, Pontus, on and on and on, it's the exact same pattern. What changes is the color palette. Yeah. And so what started this whole new craze, like we, we, we completely disrupted the camouflage industry through this. Yeah, you did. Was that basically sitting around drinking scotch and going, hey, I wonder what would this would look like if we put this in black and gray. <laughs> well, even Obscura has a lot of the same patterns in it. It's it does. slightly different, so, but it, it has, so this it has, has that. So this has another interesting backstory as well. So we get this uh, picture and email from a coalition foreign military that had taken uh, this photo and said, hey, we would like to get this gear, right? So they're wanting to buy it like it is real. And so I'm looking at the photo and I'm like trying to figure out what they're talking about. And 
there was a unit that was underneath a camouflage net and they were shooting a mortar tube like at a gunnery, right? Yeah. And the sun was sitting behind them. Uh, they were wearing cryptic Highlander combat uniforms, which, by the way, is a whole other story. We have the baddest-ass combat uniforms on the planet. But anyway, that's what they were wearing. <laughs> and uh, the sun was casting a shadow through the net, which netting was the actual right. inspiration for this to yeah. start with. But now there, there was, on top of cryptic Highlander, there was these shadows uh, on top of it. Yeah. And so it was very... Um, had a very close essence to tiger stripe camo yep. because of the way that netting was in the shadows. And we looked at it and we're like, dude, they basically are talking about taking the cryptic pattern as it is and making that the micro pattern right. and putting a macro pattern on Over top it. of it. Yeah. And that's how Obscura huh. was inspired, which now is extremely crazy effective as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so best open country pattern I've ever used. You said uh, uh, about the desert down in Sonora. Yeah. I yeah. hunted the Sonora side of the Arizona. That stuff blends in perfectly in open country. It's just a great pattern. Yeah, it's it's really super effective. Yes. And then the collections that we've got for that early season, you know, area down there, like when it's wicked hot. Yeah. Well, actually, you're cold in the morning because it, it's 45 degrees, but it feels like it's zero. Right. You know. And then it gets cool in the evening before the sun goes down. But, you know, that ability to have the, those pieces, like we, we've got it, the Sonora hoodie yep. and uh, the Sonora pant, dude, that thing's deadly with regards to hot weather hunting. I that used thing, them all season. Being a bow hunter, yeah. I hunt so many hot weather seasons. And that's uh, what I'm so impressed by is that this gear, you, got, you guys have me set up for every different season that I hunt all the way from the beginning hot weather seasons uh, with the snoring gear that you're talking about, and then uh, all the way to the late seasons, to the cold. I can to layer up and cold. use it. Yeah. Like to, to like extreme cold. But the hot weather gear is spot on. I've That's never used better stuff in my entire life for breathability, uh, for coolness in that and hot it doesn't, summer sun. And it doesn't, it's the first stuff I've ever wore that it doesn't, um, even, you know, the other brands that claim that they're odorless or they have antibacterial, blah, 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 this stuff, doesn't it goes it, back it, to it, what i was saying earlier ike is the proof's in the pudding yeah you know you put it to use and then yeah, yeah. i mean there's a lot of advertising out there and i've questioned a bunch of our competitors i've gotten out of that whole thing i used to be in the forums and be in the fights <laughs> and i'm like there was major battles that happened with some of our primary near-peer competitors right yeah some are quite funny actually how like they'd start to look at the uh, DSN numbers and they'd all link back to like one location even though it looked like it was 20 dudes on the forum you know what I'm saying I won't go into details I'm not pointing pointing anybody in the eye but it, but the point though is that like you know it's got to actually perform the way you said I yeah. said it's going to perform and you're not going to know that until you're not going to know that until um, you know either you have really good trusted inner circle compadres yeah or or you're for yourself you know one of the two but uh the Sonora uh, collection and, and other hot weather collections we have, I mean, th putting the emphasis on that early season hot weather hunting is really where it's at. And quite frankly, we've got a new fishing line that even has more badass hot weather performance yeah, aspects to it. You were showing it. me some of that yeah. here recently. And that, this, that, so, that, one, that hoodie is epic. That's so, going to be awesome. So, dude, there's application in hunting in that. But that, yeah. you know what that's being designed for? And it's feedback from associates. I'm not like a big saltwater guy, yeah. but we've got some guys on our team that are. 
and when they're out there like roasting literally yeah you know five yeah all day long and you're degrees. getting all the glare off the water yeah. you know the deal right it's just out there yeah yeah so fishing, so you yeah. take so you take some of the the things that are working really well with with that type of uh of uh, product production and immediately spiral it over into a dude that's doing uber early season august type Animal september hunts. type hunts yeah. right and yeah. you put it right straight to work yeah you know what i mean that's exactly the, right. other, the other thing I, so butch kind of touched on this about you know we've been friends for a long time and how you you know you read the magazine and you have a lot of uh, respect for my father which we all do I mean, no no we is, did i didn't just read the magazine i read it like 50 like times out yeah, yeah over and over which is one of my favorites because my dad used to do the same thing with outdoor <laughs> life when he was in vietnam yeah. he, he goes i'd read it until you literally couldn't read it anymore yeah it, the, and it, he was in vietnam and yeah. not a lot of people know that i know yeah and you know the other connection too is that your dad was also in the aviation unit and yep. flew in helicopters yeah yeah he was a door gunner but he had top secret clearance so they allowed him on the they, the uh, gunships and stuff that they were testing heat seeking and uh, infrared technology back then because he had top because he was he, he had top rated or top secret rating because he was supposed to be a nuclear demolitionist but he got himself in trouble he couldn't keep his mouth shut but yeah yeah so anyway yeah but the other thing is is you know there's a there's a pivot in this country where there's a lot of, of uh, there's a lot of woke going on. And one of the things that I appreciate and, and really uh, pushed us into a partnership, a greater partnership, is how you guys are like-minded. Your, your patriotism, your pro-military, your pro-Second uh, Amendment rights. I mean, you are, you know, we are very like-minded in that. And there's other com- companies in this industry that are not. Uh, it's, and, it's there's, and, and there's a couple big secrets inside our industry that have been revealed in the last few years that have not, uh, you know, keep me up at night. Why, why would you be in the hunting industry if you're anti-hunting? I don't, I don't understand that. You're anti-guns. You're anti-anti. What, what, well, I don't understand that. It's, it's, um, it's bizarre. Yeah. And, and to your point, like right now, that never before have brands been identified as either being patriotic or woke yeah and i never thought in a million years we would see this in the hunting industry but it's an absolute truth right and so what's most important to us what's most important to the fiber of the cryptic brand it's actually exactly who we are yeah so we're pro constitution we're pro second amendment we're going to stand for the national anthem we're going to pledge allegiance to the flag. These are all things that we took for granted. Like yeah. we, we, and that we've been extensively scrutinized for them. Yes. Like now, veteran, veteran owned, and all these other things, we're almost considered being a threat, a domestic terrorist almost, yeah. for, for standing for the things that, that our nation is founded on. Yeah. Right? And so... I've been censored. I've been canceled on Facebook, Instagram. I've had programs taken out of retail storefronts. Um, I've had subpoenas from the FBI. Uh, you know, after the insurrection, uh, there was a, one individual that was wearing cryptic Typhon, that black pattern yeah. you love so yep. much. He was called the zip tie guy. He was jumping over a seat. His picture became 
uber famous. He was on all the mainstream council culture, media, uh, MSNBC, CNN, uh, all the way into Fox News, so on. Uh, there was lots of images of him bouncing around in, in sub um, media, subculture, like Snapchat news type yeah. stuff yeah. with call outs. Um, but yeah, out of the blue, uh, I lost all of my uh, social uh, capability for paid ads on Instagram, Facebook, lost all the traction we had. Because some guy had your hat on. Well, he had a uniform on. He was wearing a Black Rifle coffee hat. Oh. Yeah, I've got pictures <laughs> I can show you on the phone. <laughs> but the point, though, is why? Why'd that happen? I mean, there was all kinds of other brands that were there, Carhartt, uh, Levi's, I mean, you name it, anybody. Um, so it's super bizarre, man. I mean, it's like we are going to stand for the fiber of who we are as a brand. Yeah. We're former soldiers that absolutely love to hunt. I've spent more time in third world shitholes fighting and winning our nation's battles yeah. than probably the majority of anyone else that's in this industry. And the whole time I was doing that, I was living vicariously through my buddies back home, Eastman's Hunting Journal, Cabela's Magazines, missing another day of opening season, missing another complete season. Yeah. And now, you know, come back with this absolute passion for hunting. How awesome would it be to be in the outdoor industry? To fast forward to find out all of a sudden now all those things that I truly hold so close into my soul are under attack. Yeah. And apparently in the industry that I love so much, they are potentially not acceptable. That's asinine. Yeah, that's right? crazy. It's absolutely crazy. This the the whole thing is it, it's insane. We were talking about trophy hunting recently. Brian and I were talking about how trophy hunting became demonized. The word trophy hunting became demonized because it's it's using simultaneously with or synonymously with uh, poaching, and it's not. It's not the same thing. No, it's a, the media. But the other thing I want to talk about is, you know, that we're like-minded. We have a great friendship, but we're not alone, and this industry is getting split. Would you agree with that? I do. So here's the other thing. I've had guys ask, well, yeah, you know, I like that cryptic. I want to support the support them because they're vets and, you know, like-minded, but I just kind of feel like I'm a, I kind of feel like wearing their camo. I'm not a soldier, and I, I, I have, you know, I never served, and so I don't think I should. What do you say to that? How do you Could, answer that? Dude. We did not intend this for anybody but people that love to hunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. Because <laughs> we are. Listen, listen. Started. Before, I can promise you. I was a hunter way before I went into the military. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we are passionate and love the outdoors. We are passionate about conservation. We want this shit to be around forever, so that our grandchildren's children can be enjoying the outdoors like we do. Yeah. Granted, we had a time in our lives where we did things in in did things for our nation and we were it was our time right we yeah. got we we signed up for it we went down range I, i'll never i'll never uh look on that except that it was the most exceptional blessings and honor that i ever had the fact that i got to lead u.s soldiers in combat nothing will ever ever replace that but that is not what Cryptic's brand's about. Our brand is not about like, oh, well, you had to be in the military if you're gonna ride for our colors. Absolutely not. No, if you're an American and you love America and you love first responders and you love everything about being safe, 
and yeah. protected. And you love the fact that you don't have to worry about planes crashing into buildings around you. Right. If you if you love the fact that we have public lands to go hunt, if you love the fact that you don't have to be in a certain society and only those guys get to go hunt, like in Europe, right? That if you love the American way of life and you love the outdoors, that's what cryptic's about. Yep. And, I mean, and, it, and it's showing colors. You're 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 by wearing it. This is this is what I look at. By wearing it, you're showing that you do believe in all that. It's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor being an American, period. I, I, I like supporting companies that have the same belief system as I do. Yeah, I exactly. like putting my money into companies that I believe in. Yeah. That, that's why that I have drink Black Rifle ethics. Coffee and not freaking Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, do you have to be a combat veteran to drink Black Rifle Coffee? Well, I hope not because <laughs> I drink a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a, I have a, uh, a lot of friends that um, I served with in the military, but I can tell you I have a whole lot more friends that did not serve in the military, but they absolutely love the outdoors. They love hunting and fishing and camping and their families, and they're teaching their children all these valuable lessons. They're teaching self-reliance. They're teaching how to process. Survival. Yeah, exactly. Like how to take care of themselves, right? Basically. They teach them how to long-range shoot, short-range shoot, shotgun. They, they've got, you know, they're teaching them all these things that are valuable to us, to at least to, especially to me, yeah. right? And I'm convinced that this brand wouldn't exist if it, if it wasn't such a passion for the outdoors. And this gear is developed for that passion, yep. right? That's the whole reason why it exists. Yep. We have collections and apparel that are specifically designed for guys that are kicking indoors and they're wearing plate carriers, and they're doing the Lord's work, whether they're first responder or they're, or they're military guys. I'm super proud of the fact that all of Idaho State SWAT team wears all cryptic combat gear. Within that organization, those dudes also wear our hunting gear, and they go hunting yeah. quite often all the time as much as they can, right? Yeah. So different applications in, the, in how it cut, designed, so on and so forth. And it's not just hunting. I mean, you got fishing. You got other. Mm-hmm. You got other lines for whatever pa- outdoor passion you are in. Yeah, and we have new collections that are coming down the pipeline yeah. right now. Yeah. I love your guys' fit as well. I'm glad I don't have to wear skinny pants around oh the mountains. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so done with the skinny jeans. <laughs> no, it, it's a great fit. And I realize we're all individuals, and uh, everybody has different sizes and measurements. Uh, but they really seem to be true to size and fit well and non-restrictive. Like, we're doing 40,000 steps in a day. Yeah. If you're dragging your legs 40,000 steps a day, you're going to be exhausted at the end of the day. But you have a good fit that's not restricted. fits me well. I, yeah. I appreciate that as well. And it fits me well. And you and I are completely different on, on different spectrums of the, of the size, size chart. <laughs> Sizing super critical, right? Yeah. And it's a never-ending process. You know, as you move around uh, production lines or maybe open up a new SKU or something, it's a constant, like, you've got to always, like, be hyper-focused. Yeah. It's not like something, okay, we got this dialed in, we're good to go, we're done. That's like saying, well, I sighted in my gun five years ago, I'm still good for yeah. this hunt. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to constantly be checking well, your shit. It's interesting too because I wore a bunch of your different gear this this fall, and different different pieces fit slightly different. They do, and you and you got to kind of adjust that. We, like, you do, and and it'd be awesome to have everything always exactly the same. Yeah. But when you have an assortment like we do, we have numerous factories, uh, we have numerous fabrics. Um, it's not all happening under one 
location uh, just because the assortment's vast, you know? And so that's a challenge, but yeah. you know, lots of brands have that. I mean, most apparel brands, pretty much every apparel brand, you know, might be up or down or right, right on or whatever the case is. Yeah. But it's a continuous process. But I agree. The fit's the most important aspect mm -hmm. yep. of all of it, mm -hmm. right? One of my favorite pieces, fairly new piece, is the Bushcraft pant. Yep. It's like bulletproof, right? Mm -hmm. And it also has this uh, alpha fabric stretch gusseted crotch yes. on, the, on the sides and in the crotch and stuff. And, the, and those panels breathe as well, but the durability is super... Super epic, right? I mean, it's just incredible. I didn't even know that. I wore them for on two two adventures and didn't even know that was stretch until you know halfway through the second one. It's like, what? Why is this breathe funny here? Why are your balls here? getting cold? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> like, my legs are so hot, but my balls feel so good. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, that's but, awesome. But I was going to drive back in with that. Like, so that pan is super premium. Like, everybody that wears it absolutely loves it. There is a little slight fit adjustment that we are working through with that right now, right? So it's not 100% proof, but all the feedback, all the, yeah. everybody's like, we love it, we love it, we love it, we love it. Most guys, if they know up front, like, they say, hey, um, I normally wear a 32. Uh, how do I need to adjust on this? Well, you might, for this one, you might want to get a 33 because you know it's really That's, it's going to fit like a 30. It's going to fit like a 30, uh, 31.75, right? Yeah. That's so, what happened to me. I, I accidentally ordered one size too big. It was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. So we have things like that that happen, you know. But if we're able to communicate with the with the customers on that, then you know it's an easier situation to deal with. Uh, in terms of the altitude collection, man, we spent like a crazy amount of time uh, on fit and making sure everything was absolutely dress right, dress. And especially when you start to talk about the layering up and layering down, you know, yeah, like what when pieces you, fit on top when of you what get pieces. A, well, it's across all of our stuff. Like if you're going to throw a size large rain jacket on, that's going to account that you're layering on top of it. It's already taken in consideration. Like if you put your rain jacket on and you're trying it on, like say in a store and stuff, and there's like, oh, this fits me really good. You don't have anything underneath it. It's you're, too small. You're going to be in trouble. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Fun conversation with Butch. That guy's one of a kind. Uh, like I say, he absolutely commands a room, and um, he's just got some hilarious stories, and, and he has such a passion for outdoor adventure and technical mountaineering gear done by Cryptech. Uh, these guys, um, I've been using their gear all season, and I'm really impressed by the layering systems. Uh, it really kept me safe and comfortable all season long from the start of season in August in hot, extreme weather all the way to November, December in the bitter cold and deep snow. So uh, great gear those guys are producing. If you're in the market for it, make sure to check out Cryptech. I also want to thank Vector Custom Arrows. Uh, guys are just producing great arrows. Uh, I really like the, the helical fletch on their fletchings. I like their components front and back, their weight tolerance, straightness tolerance, and I really like that they match up that that spine exactly to your bow and not just off a spine chart, off a, a computer program that runs all your specifics to come up with the best dynamic spine that fits your bow. So uh, if you're in the market for new arrows, make sure to check out Vector. Again, their arrow lines are the HMR and the ZMR, and I'm going to be using the ZMR this season. So uh, thanks to Vector. 
Also, thanks to Eastman's. Um, always fun to have Ike Eastman sit in on the conversation, especially when he's got such a great friendship with like Butch. Uh, those guys go back over 10 years, and uh, it's just a, a fun back and forth. And, and Ike, he always entertains. Like He's always having fun and laughing. Like He might be one of the funnest guys to hang out with and uh, go on these big trips like this trip to Salt Lake with. Um, the guy's a, a, a leader. And uh, really fun to have him on the podcast as well. So thanks to Ike. Oh, man, um, yeah, just uh, uh, crushing some work here, getting some responsibilities done. Uh, Barney Construction has some good projects here, so um, been working away on those, finishing a couple houses, starting a couple other ones. So we're busy, but I got a great crew of guys and just starting to line out my season, some of the adventures I'm going to go on. Like I say, bear season's less than 10 days away. I've got a good plan for opener and then throughout the season. And just want to have some fun and um, cut these legs loose and walk around with that bow and arrow and hopefully get some chances or some stocks at some giant black bears. So uh, that'll be fun. Uh, also planning a trip. See, that'll come up in um, May, so that'll be an early one. And then um, just starting to plan out my season and uh, praying to the uh, hunting gods that... Uh, that I draw some tags here and, and uh, some good adventures across the country. There's some great opportunities out there. So making sure I'm getting in all my apps. I'm about complete on my apps. You could probably tell by my credit card balance. Uh, but it's uh, honestly the, the best way for a blue-collar guy to go on these amazing adventures, especially when you're all self-guided and... Um, uh, you know, you apply for these tags and when you do draw them, you get an awesome opportunity. And I would just love to draw like a, like a sheep tag somewhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd love to draw any of the tags that I put in for really, whether it's a mule deer or elk or uh, sheep or Ibex or, you know, there's just so many great opportunities out there, but boy, wouldn't it be amazing to draw one of those sheep tags just once and go on one of those experiences. So I think part of the fun for me is uh, uh, playing with the possibilities that I might draw these tags. You know, even if they are one in 500 odds, I get to start to think how I'm going to hunt that unit and, and um, how I'd make the time for it and, and, and what I do and uh, having my bow dial. And so like a lot of the fun for me putting in tags is the possibility of, po of drawing them. And then you know, I always like when I draw one of these places, uh, you know, and, and one of those places can be in my home state or a distant state or wherever it is. But I love drawing one of these distant places and starting to plan my hunt and uh, plan my adventure and uh, just know that I'll be going on a good one. So, yeah, absolutely can't wait. It's uh, going to be fun. The 2022 hunting season is about ready to kick off and uh, it's... Um, it's going to be an absolute blast. So hopefully you guys are making your plans for hunting season and make sure you're securing a tag uh, one way or another, either in your home state or distant state, so you can get in some Western hunting this year. It's so important as experience is the best teacher. Uh, so if you like to hunt elk, you hunt elk a bunch. If you like to hunt deer, you hunt deer a bunch. And um, experience is a great teacher. It'll just make you better and hone your instincts. And if you put in the work, you will eventually see success. Uh, I believe wholeheartedly in that. So um, I'm making sure I'm putting in my work, getting in my runs, getting in my shooting, getting my responsibilities done, uh, getting work done. And um, so it's a, a busy life right now, but it's a good one. Um, 
also spending that quality time with my family. Uh, oldest daughter's getting ready to go to college next year, so we got like one summer left. And uh, my youngest daughter is eighth grade, will be high school next year, so they're growing up quick and um, making sure that I'm having some laughs with them and uh, taking them on some fun adventures. So I got some big plans for summer. We're going to do some backpacking trips and uh, some fishing and things of that nature. So also really looking forward to that. So, um, man, with that, guys, that's a podcast. That's a wrap. Going to be getting out some good ones to you guys in the near future. I need to sit down and record some solos. Uh, need to record one for bear season that we're coming into here. And just try to get you guys that good pertinent information that makes you better Western hunters. So really appreciate all the support, uh, the shares through social media, uh, the ratings and reviews through iTunes or uh, whatever podcast hosting site you're using. Uh, really helps the podcast as we're continuing to grow it. And uh, so proud of this little community and this um, this thing that we started. So um, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you. And uh, with that, I'll check in with you next week.